Father God, I thank you for another opportunity, God, to sit before your people to tell them what thus says the Lord. I thank you for giving me the strength in advance, God, to bring forth this message the way that you gave it to me, God, so that your name may get the glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Prolific Fire, everybody. I am your humble host, Prophet Stacy. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to join me on tonight. However you're listening, thank you so much. I pray that the word of the Lord will be a blessing unto you. Let's get right into it. Tonight's foundational text is Acts 16. Verses 16 through 25. That's Acts chapter 16, verses 16 through 25 from the NIV. Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the Spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and drug them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar. By advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept our practice, the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet, fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Okay, let's just have a little heart-to-heart talk on tonight. Let's just have a little heart-to-heart talk on tonight. Think about your life. It's not the good times, the times when you were laughing and joking that revealed anything significant about you. It was not the good times, you know, the times when you were laughing and joking, just playing around. It was not those times that revealed anything significant about you. But it's what you've been through. But it's what you've been through. The hard times you've, you've been experiencing. The hard times you're experiencing right now that exposes what's in you. Hard times exposes the truth of what's in you. For example, it was the fire that the Hebrew boys found themselves in that exposed the Jesus in them. It was the fire that the Hebrew boys found themselves in that exposed the Jesus in them. So much so, Jesus could literally be seen. 
it turns out Christianity was more than just talk for the Hebrew boys. It turns out that Christianity was more than just talk for the Hebrew boys. It was really their lifestyle. But nobody would have known that for sure had they not gone through the fire. Daniel chapter 3. So tonight I asked you, who are you in the midst of this global crisis? Who are you in the midst of this global crisis? Who are you in the midst of your own personal crisis? What are you learning about you now? What truth about you has all this exposed? You see, for somebody, it's not the people you're stuck in the house with. You see, for somebody, it's not the people you're stuck in the house with that's driving you crazy. For somebody, being stuck in the house by yourself, with you, that's what's driving you crazy. For somebody, being stuck in the house by yourself, with you, that's what's driving you crazy. So you binge watch as much of Netflix as you can, not wanting to hear yourself think. Have you ever been there? You had so much on your mind, but you didn't even want to hear yourself think about it. So you binge watch as much Netflix as you can, not wanting to hear yourself think, not wanting to stop, because if you stop, you already know. You already know that if you stop, your mind is going to go there. You know there, the, the place you don't want to go to. Your mind is going to go there. And you would have to deal with that issue that you thought you were over. But really, you're not. Your mind will go there. And before you know it, some old anger, some old resentment will surface. And you will be stuck in the house having to face the truth about you. Before you know it, some old anger, some old resentment will surface. And you will be stuck in the house. There you are, stuck in the house, having to face the truth about you. Somebody, newsflash, newsflash, newsflash. You're not as delivered as you thought you were. You're not as delivered as you thought you were. You still respond to issues, to pain, to a crisis, the same way you used to. And that really disturbs you. But it's the truth. You still respond to issues, to pain, to a crisis, the same way you used to. And it really disturbs you. Because through this global crisis, through this so-called pandemic, and perhaps through your own personal crisis, you see how far you've come. I'll give it to you. You've come a long way. You see how far you've come. And you see how far you still have to go. You've come a long way, but you have not arrived. You see how far you've come. And you see how far you still have to go. But know this. Beloved, it's midnight in your life. Beloved, it's midnight in your, la- in your life. Perhaps that's what I came to tell somebody tonight. It's midnight in your life. You know it's that darkest hour. You know it's that darkest hour right before daybreak, right before something breaks in your life. It's that darkest hour right before day, right before something breaks, right before daybreak. Right before something breaks in your life. And it's exposing, revealing all kind of stuff about you. And it's exposing, revealing all kind of stuff about you. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. But that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just showing you areas of yourself 
you need to work on. It's just showing you areas of yourself that you need to work on. Let's face it. Too much time on your hands can act as a therapist. Too much too much time on your hands can act as a therapist. And have you on the couch somewhere. I'm just saying. Anyways, it was about midnight. Tonight's foundational text is... It was about midnight tonight. Tonight's foundation of text says when Paul and Silas found out that in spite of everything they had been through, it was about midnight when they found out, found out that in spite of everything they had been through, there was still a prayer warrior. There was still a prayer warrior. There was still a praiser down on the inside of them. You see, praying and singing hymns to God was how Paul and Silas chose to respond to their personal crisis that they were in. That's how they chose to respond to the personal crisis that they were in. How they chose to respond to being thrown in prison. How they chose to respond to being beaten, etc. That's how they chose to chose to respond to the personal crisis that they were going through. How they chose to respond to being beaten, thrown in prison, etc. They chose to pray and praise. So tell me, are you a prayer warrior? Is that how you are choosing to respond to the global crisis that has affected us all? Are you a prayer warrior? Is that how you have chosen to respond to the global crisis that has affected us all? Or are you a praiser? Is that how you have chosen to respond to your own personal crisis? Or are you the one I mentioned earlier? who is binge-watching as much Netflix as you can because you don't want to confront your issues. Because you don't want to confront your issues. You don't want to confront what's what's still very relevant in your mind. And you know as soon as you have a moment of quiet, your mind is going to go there, whether you want to or not. So, you might as well tell me, who are you right now? Who are you right now? Tonight's message. God is asking the question, not for himself, but for you. God is asking the question, who are you right now? Not for himself. The question is not for him, but for you. To get you to focus on you, on what's really going on with you in this season. Kind of like how he asked Adam. Where are you? You remember in Genesis 3 and 9 NIV, when he asked Adam, where are you? Again, the question was not for God. Again, the question was not for God, but it was a question to get Adam to locate himself mentally. But it was a question to get Adam to locate himself mentally because he already knew where he was physically. Mentally, Adam where was your head at? That's what I want to know. Mentally, Adam, where was your head at? When you took and ate the fruit. When you took and ate the fruit from that tree, knowing what God had said. Mentally, mentally beloved, do you know 
where you are in terms of how you're responding to everything that's going on right now. Mentally, beloved, do you know where you are in terms of how you're responding to everything that's going on right now? Perhaps you're reacting to everything COVID, being forced to self-quarantine, stuck in the house, forced to give up eating out, forced to be a teacher to your kids when it was never your job choice, being laid off from your actual line of work, etc., Or perhaps you're responding to something more personal, your own personal crisis, much like how the Apostle Paul responded to the woman in tonight's text. Let's read. Again, for emphasis, let's read part of tonight's foundational text. This is Acts chapter 16, verses 17 and 18 from the NIV. She followed Paul and Silas and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the Spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. And at that moment, the Spirit left her. Is this how you respond when somebody just keeps coming at you? That's what I want to know tonight. Is this how you respond when somebody just keeps coming at you? The way the woman in tonight's foundational text just kept coming for days after the Apostle Paul and the rest of the disciples. Is this how you respond when somebody keeps coming for you? The text says the Apostle Paul got so annoyed that he turned around and totally went off on her. He totally went off on that spirit in her. Is that just about where you are at with things right now? You're going off on people because they're in behind you and won't give you no space, no room to breathe. So you are just really annoyed tell the truth is that is that where you are right about now you're going off on people because they're in behind you and won't give you no space no room to breathe and so you're really annoyed who are you right now somebody you should feel better You really should. You should feel better knowing that the Apostle Paul got annoyed on his way to prayer. Because verse 16 of Acts 16 says, matter of fact, that's the opening verse. It says, it says once when we were going to the place of prayer. So they were, this happened once when they were on their way to the place of prayer. And as I said, this should make somebody feel better. It should make you feel better. Because it shows you that everybody gets annoyed. Even people on their way to prayer. Even people on their way to prayer get annoyed. There are no superhumans, superhumans, no super Christian people. We all get annoyed by something or somebody. That's why we all need God. 
And as I said, this should make you feel better knowing the Apostle Paul got annoyed on his way to prayer. And still, after he got arrested, what came out of him was still prayer and praise. Even though he had been annoyed on his way to prayer, when he got arrested, what came out of him was still prayer and praise. Let me tell somebody something. Just because you got annoyed throughout your day, today, last week, last month, or whenever, that does not change the core of what's in you. If prayer is in you, prayer is still there. Even though you done been annoyed, you done been mad, you done been frustrated, you done been whatever. If prayer is in you, if prayer has ever been in you, then it's still in you. If praise has ever been in you, then it's still in you. You see, that right there implies that you can respond to life issues, life stresses in such a way. By in such a way, I mean that there is a way that you can respond that doesn't cause you to lose your prayer life, cause you to lose your praise. In other words, it doesn't cause you to lose your witness before people who are not saved. Because believe me, they are looking at us closely up under a microscope, especially now. They're looking closer than ever because they need answers. And the only answer that you truly going to have for what's going on right now is in Jesus Christ. So they're looking at us because we represent Jesus, because we represent God, because we represent the Holy Spirit. Somebody, I can feel you. You've been beating yourself up inside, thinking you have sinned and messed up your prayer life. You're beating yourself up on the inside because you're thinking that you have sinned and messed up your prayer life, messed up your praise. Because, as I was saying last week, you got angry. You got upset at your kids, at your spouse, etc. Remember, 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 the Bible does acknowledge anger as a valid emotion. Remember, the, the Bible does acknowledge anger as a valid emotion that we are allowed to have. We are allowed space to be angry. We are allowed space to be angry. But in the midst of our anger, we are told, do not sin. Even though we are allowed space to be angry, to just be Whatever we're feeling in that moment, just be. We are allowed space to be angry. But in the midst of our anger, we are told clearly in the Bible, do not sin. The Bible puts it like this. Be ye angry. Be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Ephesians 4 and 26, King James Version. You see, tonight's message is not to convict or vindicate you. You see, tonight's message is not to convict you or vindicate you. Because we have we we all have a side that's less than perfect. Because we all have a side that's less than perfect. Truth be told, if God required prayer warriors to be perfect before praying, truth be told, if God required prayer warriors to be be perfect before praying, no no one would have a need to pray or praise. Truth be told, if God required prayer warriors to be perfect, praise us to be perfect before praying, before praising, no one would have a need to pray or to praise. Truth be told, it's the unhealed issues 
the issues yet to be delivered that keeps us on our knees. Truth be told, it's the unhealed issues, the issues yet to be delivered that keeps us on our knees. So this message is not to point out how perfect a Christian Paul and Silas were because they prayed. Because they because they praised at a time when they could have been cussing, could have been fussing, could have been complaining out loud, upset with God for allowing them to get arrested in the first place. After all, they were doing the right thing by casting the spirit out. So they could have been somewhere cussing and fussing and complaining, upset with God for allowing the arrest to happen in the first place. But instead, Paul and Silas were praying and praising. But yet this message is not to glorify, not to point out how, how perfect a Christian they were. That's not the point of this message. But this message is simply to... Number one, get you to think. You know I like to make you think on Polyphify, so this message is to get you to think about how you've been acting. Think about how you've been acting and repent if you need to. I think in Christianity, repent is just like a cuss word, but it's not a bad thing. We just try to make it a bad thing. Repent if you need to. Think about how you've been acting and repent if you need to. Repent means to turn away from what you know was wrong and make a complete change. Not not a partial change, but completely turn away from it, leave it alone, stop doing it like this, stop saying that, stop doing this, stop acting like that, or whatever. Make some necessary changes. Number two, this message is to get you to turn off Netflix and confront your issues. Turn off Netflix or turn off the radio or whatever. And confront your issues. You can't heal from, get delivered from what you're keeping buried inside. Somebody hear me. You cannot heal from, get delivered from what you're keeping buried inside. Let the pain surface. Don't be afraid to let the pain surface. Number three, this message is to get you to realize greater men than you have gotten to know it. This, this message is to get you to realize that greater men than you have gotten to know it. But they still were free to call on God. They still had a prayer life and they still had a, a praise down in them. Number four is to get you to realize that people can be can be annoying. This message is to get you to realize that people can be annoying. Wrong things, bad things happen, but in the midnight hour, but in the midnight hour, God is still God. So let us pray like He's God. Lord, help us all because we have all sinned and fallen short of Your glory at some point, but yet. We remember that sometimes we are harder on ourselves than you will ever be on us, than you can ever be on us. Where you show us mercy, help us to show ourselves and others mercy. Help us to stay prayerful and praise. Help us to stay prayerful and praise, to still do what we know to do. Help us to still pray and praise in spite of our feelings. Because faith is not a feeling. In spite of what some people believe, faith is not a feeling. And feelings are not faith. Faith is not a feeling and feelings are not faith. But trust in you in the midnight hour. 
is, but trusting you in the midnight hour is whatever that looks like because it varies from person to person. Help us to cope better in these coming days. Help us and this country and all other countries listening in to do better, to be better. In Jesus' name, amen. This concludes tonight's message. I pray that it got you to think about some things. Be ready after this message to change some things, to do some things better, to feel relieved, to know that just because you missed the mark don't mean you can't pray and you can't praise. As a matter of fact, you need to pray and praise. You need to because life is going to keep throwing issues at you. It's going to keep on throwing something at you day by day by day. Especially if you're sitting in front of the TV, it's going to keep throwing things at you. And you need a prayer life and you need a time to praise. You need that in your life. So don't neglect to do that just because you got annoyed last week or you got stressed out last week and you said this and you said that. If it was really that bad and you feel that convicted about it, you know what to do. Go on and repent. Go on and repent. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. And help me to do better. Help me to turn away from all of this and make some changes. Help me to deal with my anger in a more productive way because this this is not working. I know you said to be ye angry and, and, and not sin. But it's the not sinning part that I'm having trouble with. I don't know how to be angry and not sin. Because somebody, you don't know how to be angry and not sin. Some of us can and some of us can't. You just got to know your own issues. And this this is what this message is about. Helping you to face your issues and get real with yourself. You know where you need work. So let's work it. Let's do it. Let's get better. As I said, this concludes tonight's message. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, you can always call or text 865-408-8690. Thank you, everybody that's listening on the new platforms, especially. I like having new people, so thank you. Glory to God that this ministry is expanding. Thank you, thank you. Spotify, thank you. Apple Podcast and so many others that I can't name. Thank you. If you need prayer or Bible-based consultation, you can call or text 865-408-8690 or email because some people prefer to email. The email address is prophetstacy at prolificfire.com. That's prophetstacy at prolificfire.com. However, if you're on the phone lines right now, I do not believe that you're there in vain. If you're on the phone lines right now via Block Talk Radio, and you have a specific prayer request unrelated to what we just prayed and prophesied about and what what the Lord gave his word about it because you should have received that by faith. So if your prayer request is something different, here's the phone rules. Here's the phone rules for tonight. Get your prayer request in your head. Make sure it's something different than what was just ministered. Get your prayer request in your head and press 1 on your phone. That's all you have to do to let me know that you need prayer. Just press 1 on your phone. Press 1 on your phone now. 
I would call out your area code. And don't worry, I'm not going to call out any more of your phone number, nothing but just your area code. Just so you would know you're about to be on the air. But wait, 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 wait until you hear me say hello and properly greet you before you begin to talk. That way, not only will God hear your prayer request, but I will hear your prayer request and proceed accordingly. Otherwise, I won't be able to proceed properly. But before I come to the phone lines, I'm going to give you a minute to get your prayer request together. Uh, Let me do the announcements. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, go to paypal.me slash prolificfire. If you need this ministry's PayPal info or Cash App info, go to paypal.me slash prolificfire. That's the PayPal info. But if you need the Cash App info, it's the dollar symbol and prolific fire. The P and prolific is capital. The F and fire is capital written all together. If the Lord leads you to sow, thank you so much. And I pray increase on you 36 to 100 fold for believing in this ministry. As usual, you can find me on Twitter at Prolific Fire. On Instagram at Property Stacy. Like the Prolific Fire Ministry Facebook page. Also check out ProlificFire.com. Many of the things that I named tonight can be done right there on the website, ProlificFire.com. You can leave your prayer request. You can donate. You can sponsor a child through World Vision. I am a sponsor. been a sponsor for over 20-something years. And I am a child ambassador for World, World Vision. I'm always looking to connect children with sponsors. So if you want to be a sponsor, check out the website, prolificfire.com. Or you can call me at the number that I just gave, 865-408-8690. That's 865-408-8690. And we can talk about sponsorship and make something happen for a child if that's the desire of your heart. If you don't get your prayer request in on tonight, don't even worry about it. Your second opportunity will come on Friday. Friday night, call in by calling the same number that many of you called tonight, 347-426-3782. Friday night, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 5 Pacific. Call in and join us for Faith on the Line with Prophets Pay. It's always a time of prayer and encouragement, a wonderful time of prayer and encouragement. 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 5 Pacific. Faith on the line with Providence Pay. Call 347-426-3782. Your prayer request will be taken then too. So call in. And be sure, everybody, on the sound of my voice, be sure to join me back here for Prolific Fire. The time, if you want to join us live, will be Monday night as usual. The time is 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. 10 Eastern, 9 Central, 7 Pacific. Prolific Fire by calling the same number, 347-426-3782. The message for Monday, next Monday night will be, He Knows Your Name. He Knows Your Name. And for those of you that don't know, the vision statement for Prolific Fire is Prolific Fire seeks to help you where you hurt, which means we deal with real issues, which which simply means we deal with real issues using the Bible as a reference. And the real issue that we, we, we we, we will be addressing on Monday is He Knows Your Name. It sounds simple, but there's so much more that the Lord wants to say. So tune in. 
With that being said, to God be the glory, I'm coming to the phone line, so get ready. Get ready, match one on your phone, wait till I greet you, and then give me your prayer request.